Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio, and uh, we're so happy to be joined by the general manager of the L.A. Chargers, Tom Telesco, kind of our yearly our yearly visit. Um my experience last year in the playoffs was obviously different than yours. I was coaching a game at uh, uh, what is it, uh, Anaheim Sports Center. Yep. Okay, you, yep. I know you've, yep. you've you've been there before. Yep. Okay, they have nine courts now, and um, right before the half, I'm in the cafe, and the game's getting ready to start. I'm like feeling pretty good, right? High fiving everybody, right? Feeling re- really good. Um, it's my experience in sports that the losses are a more tangible, vivid memory than the wins. And there were a lot of good wins last year. What has it been like to try and, I don't know, heal from what happened at the end of the first half and the rest of the game? Yeah, I think because um, we talked about it here, I think each player, each coach, myself, everybody handles those situations differently as far as what, how you want to learn from it moving forward. Some guys just want to wipe it clean like it never happened and move on. Some people uh, can't get out of their head, but you're trying to figure out how we can get past that. Um, it's really, from my position, it's something that you just, you'll never forget. I mean, there's no way I would ever forget that game. We had a game when I was with the Colts, a playoff game against the Jets. We lost like 42 to Three forty-two to seven. I forgot what it was. Um, never forgot that game. How it how it how it played out. But it kind of fueled us moving forward. Uh, will this game fuel us moving forward? I mean, I, I think it will a little bit. Um, like I said, at least for me, it's like it's hard to forget about it. Um, but uh, it's part of the growth process. I think we had a good year last year. We didn't finish the way we wanted to. Um, 
I'd say the bulk, the core of our team is back from last year. Uh, so we have some continuity there. And I think it's good to have a chip on your shoulder as far as how the season ended. And you don't forget how that happened. Well, you know how everybody reacts, though. When you lose a game like that, it's the fire everybody. You know, especially in today's media. We fire everybody. Everybody has to be fired. Um, that wasn't the case here. Did make a change at offensive coordinator, but outside of that, no wholesale changes across the coaching staff and didn't cut a bunch of dudes. How do you, how do you have that balance of taking, remembering the good and the growth in the process and not giving into the impulses that I'm sure many people had even inside the building? Yeah, that's what, uh, you know, when the season ends, you have to take a step back and then look at the whole season, which is hard because you always look at what, what happened in the last game of the year and whatever negatively happened, well, that's exactly what we have to fix. Well, we got to look at the whole season and try and play it out from there. So that's what we try to do, try and look at as in a whole, how do we get better? Obviously, we made the change at offensive coordinator. Um, it's, it's not as big a change. We made a change at defensive coordinator with Derek Gansley that's here, um, who is part of our staff. But again, you know, fresh set of eyes, new vision, new voice. Um, obviously, Brandon runs the defense, but Derek's been a big part of this. So really two new coordinators. Um, just get back after. If you feel like we have we felt like we have the right core group, still had to add a little bit from the outside, um, still add some young players in the draft. But if you like the group you have, you feel good about it, and you like the way the coaching staff is coaching these guys, you go right back at it again. Uh, every team has some form of, I don't know, drama or whatever with the offseason contracts from the, especially the skill position players, right? There was the Austin thing. And that's been kind of a, a league-wide conversation more than just a Chargers conversation. Yeah. And then kind of quietly, you got the, the Justin Herbert contract extension done. What was the offseason like for you in terms of those two contracts? Yeah, well, we're, we're big believers. When it comes to contracts and money, we try and get things done in the offseason. I hate to have them linger into training camp. Now it happens from time to time. But once we kick off in training camp, but we want it to be all football all the time. And then when the season ends, whenever that is, in February, we'll get back to the contracts and the money part of it. But um, we had a plan in this offseason. Obviously, the Justin contract was a pretty big deal. Um, obviously, a lot of zeros in that contract, a lot, a lot of work that goes into it. Um, I think it really helped both sides. It helps him. You know, he gets his money, you know, a couple years early. It's in the bank. He feels stable, ready to go. Uh, it helps us for planning purposes to know exactly where we're going to be the next, uh, really, the next seven years as we plan out this football team. So, that was really important to get done. Um, we came to a resolution with Austin early on, so that's kind of behind us right now, and I just get ready to play football. Okay, let's get ready to play football. You do, you have most of the core back, but Rashawn Slater wasn't playing last year. Might have played had you continued on in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, how does that change the dynamic of what you're trying to do? Well, have Rashawn back? Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Um, now, Jamari Saylor stepped in as a rookie, and he played solid football for us at left tackle. We couldn't have gotten the playoffs without how he played. Um, but then last year, when you go back and you, you kind of see some tape of how Rashawn was playing the year before, like, yeah, he makes a real big difference, run game and pass game. So to essentially add an all-pro left tackle, um, it's big. Um, so that's a big part of it. And then with Jamari, we get a chance to see him play. We know he can step in and play high-level football as a young player. He's going to slide in at right guard right now, a little bit of a transition for him, but just helps our offensive line. You know, you know it's, it's interesting, though, that uh, um, that and, – and, again, maybe this is just me overthinking it. Is that kind of a redshirt year for Rashawn? Does he – doesn't help you last year, but could help you in the future in, one, he got a chance to process so many of the things that he saw, but then improve – because you know how this guy gets drafted, you throw him into camp, you can't really change his body, you can't really work on – it felt like last year was kind of a redshirt year for him. 
I guess it was, but we'd have rather had him. <laughs> Did not want to redshirt him last no. year. He doesn't need to I'm be redshirted. trying to find positives in not having your all-pro left well, this, this was the positive. We got a chance to see Jamari yeah. play where normally we probably wouldn't have seen him play. So that's that's the silver lining. When you do have injuries, you get a chance for a young player to have an opportunity and see what he can do. Um, but all things being equal, we needed Rashawn last year. Have you ever? I, I, I don't know how your brain works for your schedule. I don't do the win-loss, win-loss thing because you don't know what somebody's going to look like. But your schedule, you have the best home schedule I've ever seen in regards to that building was already starting to fill up with more charge, a higher percentage of Charger fans. But literally every game is a great ticket, right? Like the, the team that won the fewest games on your schedule coming into SoFi is the Bears. And, of course, the Bears hadn't been out here in forever. That place will be full of, of you know, expatriate yeah. Bears fans. Have you, have, you, have you actually looked at I mean, because it's Ravens will bring it a, a, big, a big contingency. Obviously, the Cowboys, they think this is their home away from home. Like, you go through, you have an amazing home schedule. Yeah, and I think you've been to SoFi many times, so you, it's a great atmosphere in there. It really, it really is. And, and um, you know, we've got a lot of Charger fans right now. And obviously, when those 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 teams come in with, you know, that that's normal in this area of the country to have a lot of fans there. But it's just a great atmosphere um, to play at. So I'm looking forward to it. But uh, I don't, you know, I know our home schedule, our road schedule. Like we're really just worried about opening day. <laughs> um, Justin, what's the next step for him? I think we've seen it here at training camp, and even though you know it's it's a new offense. Um, for everybody, but new for Justin. But just watching his leadership, he, you know, he just grows maturity-wise. And I think we're seeing a lot more this year as far as him just taking ownership of the offense. I think, you know, when I was in Indianapolis with, with Andrew Luck, and Andrew was a true, was a senior when he came out, so he was a mature college player, just like Justin was when he when he graduated. Um, it's still different when you're a quarterback and you're young and you're a young guy in the huddle, and you've got offensive linemen that are 30 years old, have kids. It's just a different maturity level. It's hard to lead all the time when you're the young guy there. But now, you know, going into where he is in his career now, um, he's taking a lot of ownership of the offense, and it's his. He's being more vocal about it, being more vocal with the coach as far as what he likes, what he doesn't like, as they kind of put you know install the offense. So I think that's really the next step for him. Um, you. You do have Kellen Moore is a guy who he's been a quarterback in this league. Obviously, I know you scouted him when he was when he was a player, and the Cowboys statistically have had a ton of success offensively. How's it going to be different? What what can the layman fan sit at home and go? Okay, this is different than what I saw in previous years from the Chargers. Well, I think it remains to be seen. I mean, the good thing about Kellen is. Like he is flexible. Like the the talent that we have is different than the talent the Cowboys have. So we don't have the exact same style of players at each position. Um, so he's flexible with it. But I do think you're going to see Kellen really use the whole field. Um, talk about you know balanced football. Not so much balance run pass balance. More balance as far as field location, where the ball is going, uh, short, intermediate, deep. Um, who gets the ball, who gets the touches, kind of balance out the touches. We have a lot of skill position players we want to get the ball to. Run or pass, doesn't matter. Um, and I think, you know, in just trying to stretch the field a little bit, I think it's going to help the run game as well. So a little bit of that in the preseason game. As far as the run game and, you know, getting, you know, decisive one cut, get down to get downhill quickly. And, uh, but you know, we'll see. You know, you mentioned a change of defense coordinator. Obviously, Brandon still runs yep. it. But the, the defensive line specifically, guys coming off injury, your ability to stop the run, that, that's been paramount the last two years for, for, for your team. What will, what will this version of the Chargers look like? 
Well, it starts with, with Joey Bosa and Cleo on the edges. I mean, this is a uh, rush the passer and cover league. That's what it is. Now, obviously, we got to stop the run. I um, thought we, were, we made huge drives last year as far as the interior defensive line, how we played. We've got a couple got a couple stars that are hurt right now. They should be back early, hopefully, in the fall. Um, but really, it starts with our edge rushers. Um, and we, we think we like the depth we have there. Our second-round draft pick from UCLA, Tuli Tuli Peloto. You know, I think he could be a really good player for us. Chris Rump. So we have some depth as edge rushers. We have some people that can cover the interior run game. So we've got to figure out who's going to be that combination right now as we get into September. What, when, what's it going to take for the national narrative to change in your team? And, 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 I, and, and you're not, we're not blind, deaf, or dumb to it, right? It's like, well, you guys made the playoffs. There's Look at the progression in wins, right? Year before, you're, you're one play away from making the playoffs. Last year, you make the playoffs. But there's still the, well, the Chargers type, type of thing. Uh, what what do you think it takes to change that narrative? Yeah, it's pretty simple. And win. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's what it is. It's pretty simple. Win. You know, get farther. That's that's what it is. You got to win consistently. Got to go deeper in the playoffs. Uh, certainly than we did last year. I think that changes a lot of narratives. Um, this facility now. Is, are you guys going to be here next year? Or are you going to be at the new place next year? So it sounds like we are. The plans are that we will be at the new facility next year. This time, as long as everything kind of goes as planned. They said they're they're, they're ahead of schedule. So we'll be at the new facility next year. Do you, did you have some special like office demands made where you have you had got your own sort of setup there, or you just you see the I'm the employee, I just show up at work sort of thing? What do you What do you think as a general manager in this league? I don't know. It, you've been yeah. you've been here. You've done a pretty good job building this thing. I mean, maybe like listen, I just I want I want. Do you get a view of the practice field? I have no idea. I really I have no. I I was up there for the uh, when we first shoveled the dirt out of the ground, and I haven't seen anything since. You know, when you're coaching and general managing this league it's pretty much uh, blinders on you know for the season and i'll, I'll worry about that uh, next year what do you think the biggest sort of change in the league has been here the last couple years and and i'll throw out you know most of the rules have, have stayed the same right so they still benefit the wide receivers you said it's a it's a rush to the pass passer and league, cover, yeah. cover league um but but there's you know obviously we know that the value of some running backs have been diminished at the very high end of the ceiling. But what's what's what is evolving within the league that we're not talking enough about because we talk about all the kind of the raw stats and raw data. You know what I mean? This league is covered so well nowadays. I don't know if there's anything that's not being talked about. I mean obviously the the game is very spread out now as, as opposed to 15 years ago. It really comes from high school football and college football. High school football has been spread out for a while. College obviously you know is very spread out. And that kind of comes into our league as well. So you got three and four receiver sets. Um, got to be able to cover people. But that's that's where the game is. Um, it's just speaking of, and this is kind of a small thing, but it's talking about we're trying to figure out this, this new kickoff rule this yeah. year. That's new. Um, I think it's going to lead to a lot of touchbacks, a lot of ball starting at the 25-yard line. And, and you know the kickoff return is one of the most exciting plays in football. However, there is a high injury rate on it with it. So trying to figure out the balance there, but you don't lose that. But still make it safer. If you could make the rule, what would it be? I don't have. We talked about this the whole off season, and I've been able to come up with something that we really like, or that anybody likes. I mean, I've seen the was the XFL or USFL. I've seen that kickoff kickoff return. I, I don't. Not wasn't crazy about it. I don't know. If you, what if about just increase the roster size and then just go back to the old one, and you have the you got the gunners and you got the I don't know. 
it feels like lambs of slaughter, but maybe, I don't know, just because yeah, it, it is such an exciting play. Yeah, but the, the flip side is, you know, there's a health and safety part of it. And there's there, it's high-level, high-speed collisions on a kickoff, kickoff return. we got to try and figure out a way to make it safer. Now, we've changed rules over the years as far as you can't have a flying wedge and you can't have, you know, multiple people coming out of the stack to, to double-team people. So... Um, we've got to try and figure out a way. We're not there yet. So we've got this rule this year that, that you could fair catch it inside, uh, the, you know, inside the 20-yard line and take it off the 25. I think you're going to see a lot of that this year. Um, we'll kind of see how it goes from Is, there. What, but I, I don't – why would you catch it there and not run it? I, I mean, you know, take, a, take a shot. So – because it's hard to get a kickoff return past the 25-yard line. It really is. So if you look at the top kickoff returners, like not very many people even average 25-plus. So if you get a chance, you get an automatic 25-yard line with no penalties. You know how many penalties there are in special teams plays. No penalties, no injuries, no turnovers. I'll take it to 25 and go from there. I think a lot of teams are going to take that free 25 yards. Hmm. Um, okay, last, last thing. Um, will we see any of the starters the rest of the preseason play? Uh, depends what starters. Uh, you know, we got 22 starters. So, but I think the starters you're talking about will probably be very similar to last year. Um, probably not. So we will practice a dual practice with the Saints Thursday, Friday this week. Um, our ones, Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, they're going to get a lot of snaps Thursday and Friday against the Saints, which would be great work. Uh, but as far as the preseason game, we're probably trending towards not. Yeah, that's that, that's that yearly uh, dual practice yes. thing, which yep. which so many coaches and general managers say it's more valuable Love than, than, yes. than the, preseason, the preseason games. What specific, what, what is it that you like more than the, than the games? Yeah, so the, the tempo is a little bit higher than our regular practice because you're going against somebody else. So the tempo level is a little bit higher, not as much as the game, so it's not live. So you can still control it. We don't have people going to the ground, so you can kind of limit some, some injuries there. You can work on specific situations that may or may not come up in a preseason game. You know, we can say, hey, look, we're going to work on, you know, third and long in this period and work on short yardage. So you can do specific situations. And then, you know, controlling the reps, if, if either team has any, you know, say some, some muscle injuries in a certain position group, and, hey, we're a little bit short, we just cut the reps down. So you can control a lot of it, but it's still, you know, great tempo, great work against an offensive defense that you haven't seen yet. And then, uh, the, obviously, the, the big concern is the I word, right? Any way to protect against in in those settings protect against injuries no i mean you, you try you can control a little bit like i said like we'll it'll be live full speed but not take to the ground um but you know it's football we have to practice we have to play we have to get used to it well, it's a i had this long discussion with mike gundy um in i'm gonna say like february right and we were pointing out on how the the it feels like the injuries are still at a high level maybe even higher and yet you're doing all these things in practice to protect players. And that it's the football players have to play football. Do it. You have to, there is a certain amount of contact you've got to take to kind of build up, right? You've got to yeah. build up uh, what's, what's the, build up the resonance, yep. you know? Callousness. Right. Yep. How do you, what do you think of the balance of it? Like, are, are we, have, we, have we taken it out of workouts and practice uh, in an effort to protect ourselves, which actually does the opposite of the intention? <laughs> We try and find that balance every year, every team. I don't know if there's a perfect way to it. I mean, you go back 20 years ago, it was a true two-a-day practice. You're in pads both days, and we had a smaller roster. Um, you know, we had injuries then. I, I'd have to comp- I don't know. I can't really compare the injuries then to now. I'd have to see the numbers. Obviously, now we practice less. We're in pads less. Now, our off-season programs are different now. Our off-season programs, the guys were here working out a lot, but... 
you try and find the balance, it's hard to do. There's probably no perfect way to it. But, yes, it, it's playing football. You do have to put pads on. You do have to practice with it or else you're going to have injuries in games because you're not prepared for it. So trying to find that mix and balance. I think Brandon does, does a great job with his schedule, uh, being flexible with the players. A lot of it's kind of just listening to the players and see how yeah. they feel. Uh, they know. They know where their legs are. They know how they feel. So that, that's a big part of it, too. Um, obviously, you guys practice on grass here. You play on the field turf. And I think it's, what, 14% more injuries or something on the yeah. on the field turf. But my, my issue is, like, some of these buildings, nothing you can really – like, you can't do it to SoFi. You can't put grass in there. Anything yeah. can be done? Well, I guess if you build new stadiums, you know, you can have – you know, try and figure out a way to go grass surface. But the ones that exist now, obviously, it would be hard to flip over a lot of places. Um, players prefer grass. Um, the injury rates are a little bit lower on grass. Um, the, the, it's been pretty constant. As far as what that rate is now there was a year either year last year two years ago where it was about even which was great to see i hope it stays like that i don't know if it will or not um there's been some great advancements with field turf um but in the end the players prefer grass uh all right now i, I said last thing this is in fact last thing a successful season is what win a lot of football games <laughs> I mean, come on win the last game win the last game win the last game in vegas That'd be, that'd be fun, especially considering how it ended two years ago in Vegas to win the last game in Vegas this year. That would. That would be a, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, that, yes, whoever wins that, that Vegas night will be, will be an be epic. It will be epic. Uh, Tom, congrats on what you've been able to put together. Obviously, we, we make no bones about it. We root for you here, and we appreciate you joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on. I always enjoy it. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand-new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. 
basically everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To to start listening. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He is a star beyond all stars here with the Chargers. He's Joey Bosa. He joins us uh, live at training camp here for the Chargers in Costa Mesa, California. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Good, yeah. Um, Going well so far. Big week this week with the Saints coming. So, do you like that? Do you like the dual practices? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's good to get a different look. You know, you kind of get tired of going against your same guys every day. So it's uh, good to kind of check where where you're at with with your technique and and how everything's going. What about how much do you? How much work do you need? To get ready for the season, right? Because it's it's really like your own individual plan, and the coaches kind of try and do their own thing. For you, how much work do you need? Um, I think it. I mean, it's it's different every year. Um, some some camps you come in, there's always that period where you have to knock the rust off. But you know, you get your hands going. Some some camps you, you start getting in rhythm a little bit faster. But I think this year uh, it's really important to get the, these groins back back in shape after. You know the injury last year and and all that time off from football this off season. So um, the main thing is just trying to get my body feeling good, ready to go. And uh, I, we've had some great work the last few weeks. Um, obviously, and like full disclosure, we're like the uh, the national Charger fans, right? So we died a thousand deaths just like you did in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. What, what? How have you processed that? Um, I, I think it. I lost, I lost myself in the headphones. You're okay, good. that's good though. I don't I don't like the sound of my own voice. It's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think we processed that a while ago. I had to obviously look back at the mistakes I made, um, mistakes we made as a team. Uh, know where you can do better. Um, know what you have to work on, not only in your game but personally. How how I can obviously control myself a bit better. 
Um, I mean, a lot better. There's there's a, a lot of emotions flying in that game. There, there, there's no excuse for, for acting the way I did, but uh, I think it's old news at this point. Yeah. We've, we've kind of all moved on. It's not something that we're still actively worrying about. It, it probably is in the back of all of our minds, and, and once hopefully we get closer to that time of the year again with, with playoffs, um, that might might start bubbling up again but uh for now we're focused on this year we're trying to just take it one day at a time and just keep getting better um you mentioned your body the whole thing with you is health right the whole thing when you're healthy you're a star obviously when you can't be there you you can't be a star Mm -hmm. how do you manage that how do you how do you try and adjust year to year for what your body needs to prepare for those 17 weeks um, it's tough because you could obviously do everything right and it's still such a hectic game and there can be those freak accidents, freak injuries. Um, but I, I'm feeling great and just to be able to stay consistent like I was this off season, um, I'm feeling much better than I have over the last uh, over the last couple of years. So it's just something you learn as you go. Um, a lot of recovery. I definitely spend a lot more time after practice in the facility than I used to, whether it's tubs and massage and all, all the active recovery stuff. But it's something you learn as you as you go. I mean, I've had some great vets that, that give me give me their wisdom and stuff, but uh, it's a process and everybody's body's different. So you just have to really learn to, to know yourself. Um, okay, this defense, new defense coordinator, was here obviously last year. Um, how's it going to look different to those of us who are laymans? Like we, we can't go, Oh, well the stunts are different. Like yeah. how's it, how's it, how's it look different to us? Um, I, I think DA's doing a great job just with the energy in the meeting room. Um, he's, he's keeping everybody accountable. He's sending each, uh, position group text, staying on top of us, whether it was during the off season or, or now in the off days or whatever. Um, so, I mean, it, it's the same, same things, a lot of the same plays, but I think it's just going to be sharper. Uh, we have EK in there kind of running run the defense, which is uh, incredibly valuable, uh, having a vet like that. Um, so I just think it's going to be more of the same, but honed, honed down, obviously. Um, big emphasis on the run game on both sides of the ball. So, I mean, there's, there's uh, adjustments here and there, but I think as we just get more comfortable in the system, we're just going to be able to play faster, not think as much, and, and just go out there and execute. What is it like to not just beat a left tackle, but then to bring down a quarter? Like one of those gi- – I remember – I'm trying to think which year it was coming back from injury. It might have been last year, right, when it's like your first game back and you got a sack, and there was – it was like an explosion of emotion from you, right? What what is what's that feeling like? Yeah, I mean it's it's incredibly emotional. Um, kind of, I mean, especially when you have an, a, a move in mind or an idea in mind, and you go out there and on that play you execute it, or you're talking about it on the sideline, and you go out that next series and execute it. Um, it's, I mean, it's, I, th- I think what pushes all of us as pass rushers, as, as outside linebackers and defensive ends to, you know, get that, get that rush. The, there's really not many things like that, um, that I've ever experienced. Um, unfortunately, as I get more and more into my career, it takes a little more, uh, little better plays to get me excited. So not the, not the freebie sacks are getting me as riled up as maybe they used to. But uh, there's nothing like beating the man in front of you and especially getting the ball. Okay, so are there unwritten rules to, to sell, sack celebrations, right? Like you can't celebrate when you're, if you're down a couple touchdowns. Can you not yeah. celebrate <laughs> if, you, if you get a freebie, right? The guy falls down. 
Like what are the, what are the yeah. unwritten what are the unwritten rules I, I, that all you guys would go like yeah this is this is how it works yeah I think it's it's different for everybody I mean you obviously see rookies out there making their first tackle whatever it is they're they're jumping up and down like they just won the Super Bowl so that's funny to watch but uh, you know there there really are no rules against celebrating maybe the maybe if you're down a few touchdowns maybe you should just get back and line up but um no i think it's it's important to be having fun out there so it's uh, to be able to celebrate with your teammates i think is really important you've been through the contract thing obviously your brother's going through the contract thing in in san francisco mm-hmm. does how much do you guys talk about like hey advice with what you're going what he's going through yeah i mean i've, give, I've given him some of advice uh, I, tr- I try to just let him do his own thing and not bug him about it too much i know it's it's an intense process with a lot of stress so He's uh, doing a great job just staying in shape. He's in unbelievable, uh, unbelievable shape right now, as he as he kind of always is. Um, but, yeah, I'm just leaving him alone. I'm not texting him every day. Hey, any updates? Hey, any updates? I'll, I'll text him every every few days or so. But uh, other than that, I'm just seeing how he's doing. Um, what do you think your team? I mean, I think it's it's going really well. I you, you don't want to you, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. Obviously, it's only only the second third week of camp now, but um, I don't know. I'm really really excited with how we're looking, how we're trending, uh, the way we compete every day, the way coaches structured practice to where it's like a game and we're really competing against each other. Um, I, I think it's 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 great so far, and I'm not too much. For me personally, I'm not too worried about how my body's feeling. I'm just able to come out, you know, every day and and compete and help the young guys. And, um, you know, like I said, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I'm feeling really good about it. All right. Last thing. I think everybody knows that you've been, as you said, you've been putting a lot more time kind of in your body, groins and stuff, getting ready for the season. But pick up any hobbies in the offseason? You know, my my hobbies kind of got put put to the side uh, for now. I was playing the guitar a lot, which was is probably out there somewhere. Electric, acoustic. Electric. I okay. have an acoustic as well. That's just collecting dust right now. But um, I just I have a few more years to go, and anything that takes away from my preparation and you know adds yeah, but you, soreness but, 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 but and stress. You can't, but you can't sit there the whole day and just think football, 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 football. Uh, I right? don't. But I could I could sit there and stare at a screen or something that's you know a little less taxing on. Uh, unfortunately, the, the Silly things like that when I'm spending a lot of time doing them, whether it's my neck or shoulder, can actually add soreness and, and that, mess up my fair. workouts, which sucks. Okay, how about, how about this? Everybody's watched that quarterback do- the quarterback documentary right on Netflix. How come? Well, you you win. Watch that? You, you watched it? Me? I'm gonna watch a documentary on Mahomes. I don't know. I mean, For what? I I don't know. Like, what are you at least crazy? It's, it's some kind of football. There's how eight come there, billion how, shows on TV. You I know. Think how, I'm gonna go home and watch. Okay. How come you, there's no there's no show on? Just watch famous you, interviews when you get home. How, 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 <laughs> <laughs> actually, the really on good YouTube? ones you do. Yeah. Yes, it's actually what, what. Okay, but how come there's nothing, nothing against on Mahomes? But I mean, I, Jesus, no, it's like I don't want to watch my rival. No, see how great he is. No, but there's also the Kirk Cousins. Like that's a different dude right like tuesdays like i've heard some that he, he comes across as a really good guy on there he I comes across as like yeah. a saint yeah like literally tuesday he goes for a walk with his wife for like yeah. an hour doesn't talk football at all and who drops the, the kids totally yes whittles things out of wood for people to like <laughs> everything basket weaving how come there's no show for defense events oh man they, we don't sell tickets yes you do no yes you do uh, maybe 
Not as much as the Kiwis, though. Okay. It's, it's, it's fair I don't enough. know. Maybe if Netflix reaches out. Okay. Can you stay healthy this season? Please? I'm going to try my best. Okay. Yes. We, we look forward to yeah. seeing you. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Good talking. Be sure. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Live at L.A. Chargers training camp. And why have one when you can have two star wide receivers? 
uh, Big Mike Will, and of course you got Keenan Allen joining us. Uh, Keenan, if you guys were a tag team, like mm. old school WWE back when it was WWF, like tag team, any thought of what the nickname might be? Damn. We would be, uh... no, that's a tough one. What you got? They got to be a WWE name? You can be whatever you want. Literally, know. blank slate. Whatever you want to call yourselves. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. <laughs> <laughs> salt and pepper. Uh, go good on everything, man. Uh, what are you talking about? And, uh, absolutely. Does. Salt is the best spice. Don't, don't, and, and pepper's, pepper's not, not far behind. New OC. What do you notice uh, so far? Um, it's exciting. It's fun to play with. Um, the way he calls the plays, uh, you know, he gives us opportunities to go downfield. Gives everybody opportunity to make a play. What about you, Mike? Uh, similar thing. Uh, he's lining up all of us in different areas, uh, using us to scrims, uh, and just putting us in, you know, position to make Scrimps. plays. Scrims. It's, it's <laughs> from the south, man. Scrims. Scrims. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I thought we'd have a sweat towel here because, you know, this, the guys from the South need to have a sweat towel, you know? Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm used to it, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, do what you do. Everybody knows what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the ball up. He'll go get it, right? Dunk. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it really is interesting that it's how successful you guys are considering route, incredible, efficient route runner. Big body, just give it, just throw it up to me, right? Yeah. This is not that. It's not rocket science. It's not that hard. No, no, I'll make everybody's job a little easier. It it, it is. Uh, you guys have both in recent years gotten new contracts. Big Justin just got, just got his. Um, what's he been like at this camp? Uh, Justin Herbert. Uh, but what's that mean? Like to, we don't because he's not he's not social media. He's not out there. He's just kind of quiet to himself at least publicly. What's he like to work with? Uh, amazing. Uh, he show up, do his job, uh, make sure everybody in the right spots, you know, being vocal, uh, you know, just being an NFL quarterback and doing that at a high level. Any any evolution or change or things you see that he's added, um, Keenan? Um, I think he's smarter. Um, obviously, um, coming with the experience, he's getting better every year. Um, just understanding the offense, understanding where, um, where he likes to throw the ball, understanding the plays that he likes, and um, understanding the defense. The, the Saints are coming in here, the big dual practices. Those are super, super competitive. But how do you guys balance that out with, like, look, you want to look good and you want the new offense to show up, but, like, none of this matters. you got to be healthy for 17 games Absolutely. and the playoffs. How do you balance that? Uh, you just come and get your work in. Um, it's another practice day. It's going to be no different than it was today for us. Um, for the guys who have a routine, the guys who know how practice goes, um, I think it'll be just like a regular practice. What about you and managing your health? Obviously, going through last year at times, d- difficult times. How do you how do you manage your body? Well, for that, I mean, that's just recovery, uh, cold tub, uh, massages, uh, whatever your recovery process is. Just stick to that. Uh, when it's practice, you got to show up and compete. Uh, obviously, with a different team coming in here, you get to go up against different players. So, looking forward to that. And it's all just competition at the end of the day. You guys, there's. I, I, look, the NFL is probably over-covered, right? Like, every network, we all fight over trying to cover the NFL. But you, know, you guys kind of drama-free. Do you pay attention to the drama of other teams? Do you guys talk about, like, the other, like contract uh, stuff and whatever? No, nah, not the contract stuff, but, I mean, the fights and stuff. You always want to go on. What's, you drama? Drama? what's, what's, what's drama? Well, there's, there's fights and practices, right? Uh, Some, sometimes that stuff. Yeah. There's, uh, that ain't drama, though. You got, you got one. I got one team. I won't mention names. Oh, I got commanders, right, where the Eric Bannamy's the new OC and – I guess they said he was too hard on him, and then the coach comes out and backs the players. Like, every team seems like has some form of drama, whatever, and you guys are kind of drama-free. At least it feels like. 
Yeah. I just didn't know if when you get home, you watch and laugh at everybody else or, or talk about it. <laughs> nah, I see it sometimes on yeah. Twitter, but nah, I don't really go looking for it. If it pop up, it's there. If not, Smacking, bro. Did you think Threads was going to be a thing? Like, I, it, it was. There was a day there when I was like, oh, Threads is taking over, and then we all signed up for Threads, and then it went away. Threads is fire. You signed up for it? It is? Nah, wait. You just talking about like when you click on one post, and then you got 18 posts right behind it, right? Yes. Love it. No, 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 no. Threads, no, is, the, threads is the new. <laughs> that's the thing on Instagram, right? Yes. You know, I, don't know, I have no idea. I'm Thread, talking about Twitter. Threads is no, it's like that's, Twitter. That's a thread. Yeah. Okay. Threads is it's Twitter only. It's run by Instagram, right? Meta or Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Right. They, it was like their own Twitter, and there was like a day where like everybody joined and signed up, and they're like, now what? Nothing. Let's go back to yeah, Twitter. I don't have an account. You got an account on that? No, nah, I don't know. What y'all, I didn't even know what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what y'all. No, talking you about. like the you like the threads? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Which ones? Which yeah. ones do you get caught in, like re- reading about? Right, I don't got- read any of them. I just if it's if it's a bunch of video threads, you just go through them. I go all. Vi- I, go th- I hit all of them. You're a video thread guy. Yeah, I'm a video thread guy. What about on Instagram? Do you get caught watching the reels? Oh man, it's ridiculous. And you can't get off. Can't get off. Don't okay, even so know what, how I got there. Okay, so what is the algorithm though? What are the ones that you're getting? Because right, it, it, it all you have to do is like what's your for you page? I get a lot of uh, like Kyrie. I watch a lot of Kyrie's yeah. on there. Uh, What's be on my boxing is on my. Uh, I don't know. Have you been to? When was the last time you went to a championship fight? Like a boxing match? Yeah. Oh, I went to the uh, Javante Davis, uh, Ryan Garcia. How good were your seats? Huh? Uh, they were solid. Uh, first floor. It's like twelve rows back. What did you think of the fight? Was it? Was it? Is that what you thought would happen? I th- I thought it would happen. Yes. Why? It's Tank Davis. Because it's yeah. That's my guy. Tank. I know, but but. Like Ryan, Gar- like Ryan Garcia, if, if, if felt if it felt artificial, and then it turned out to be artificial, right? Yeah. Right? Like Tank Davis is a fighter. Yeah, but yeah, we Tank got a Davis guy who's, who's who's like he got his name off fighting. This yeah. guy got his name off being, throwing punches fast on Instagram, right? And being pretty, right? Yeah. Yes. I, that one. That one did feel utterly pretty. It was like it was. It felt too easy. It felt too easy. Like one guy was like, "Okay, line up next to each other." Like, yeah, mm, I'm taking Tank. I didn't think that Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence would be that. What, what did you think? One-sided. It was one-sided. I, I was actually Terrence Crawford, but I didn't think it was going to go like that. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a fight where they both get knocked down. Yeah. It's going to go all the way to the end, and the decision had to be made. It was it was ugly from the get-go. It, yeah. was, it was not really competitive. No, it wasn't competitive. Not, not at all. It, 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 was one, it, it was one of those like, man, I paid how much to watch this? <laughs> I felt bad for him about, about third, fourth round. I yes. was like, oh, no. Yes. It's, this, is, this is Okay, we're good. Yeah. We're, we're, we're good here. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Allen joining us. Um, we got to ask, how much, how hard is it to get over Jacksonville? It ain't hard at all. It's football. You win some, you lose some. You Seriously? live to fight another day. But you live. You do, but but, but that season didn't live. I mean, like, no, nah, it didn't. Um, it hurt for about probably a week or two, and then what you gonna do about it? Gotta get back to work. You gotta get back to work. How will this team look different than last year's team? Go ahead, bro. I thought, we gonna show you. I ain't gonna talk about it. We, go, we gonna show you. I said it before. I'm, I ain't gonna change my answer. We gonna show you. Yeah, there ain't too really much we can say, man. We just like to show up and you know do it. You gotta show up and play ball. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next year up in LA, right? Facility moves to LA. Yeah. You absolutely. guys moving to LA, leaving Orange County behind? Nah, I'm living in LA. Nah, yeah. I, I probably get a little apartment like right close to the facility, but we could be roommates. Yeah. 
I need help on the rent, man. That, <laughs> <laughs> That's the reality show right there. I was talking to Bosa. I asked him, like, they got the quarterback reality show. Why don't they have a defensive? Like, the wide receiver For reality sure. show would be would be legit. Absolutely. Right? That, that's how they should do it. Uh, here we go. Let's, let's, do like a little, let, let's do a little elevator pitch. Yeah. Right? What you do is you find two wide receivers on every team. You have, have you seen the F1? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Fire. Right? So I love that. So you do that for different NFL teams, right? Yeah. You get you two for, for the Chargers. You go around the NFL and you get, you get Vance and uh, Cooper yeah. for the Rams. Yeah. Get two guys. And then for, for each episode, you follow those two guys. Absolutely. I like that as well. You would be on that? Yeah, yeah. me? Have, yeah. You wouldn't be on it? Oh, no. I probably would. You probably, wanna, see, you probably see if more you of my kids. Do not <laughs> <laughs> see me too much. No, your kids will probably end up being TV stars. Yeah, they'll be. That's, that's mm-hmm. actually what, what generally Ten, tends to happen. Absolutely. Um, la- last thing, preseason games. I saw you guys got hyped and some of the some of the young guys making oh, yeah. plays. What, what's that like now to be at this status where you guys don't have to play, but you show up and you just got to? What, what's that like to watch them watch the young guys play? It's great, man. Um, you know that's what the old guys did when I was a young guy. You know, watch us play, uh, cheer us on, and uh, you know, give us tips throughout who is, the game. Who was the old head that helped you when you first got in the league? Uh, Malcolm Floyd, uh, Eddie Royal, Tonyo Gates. Uh, Denario Alexander. And your answer is Keenan Allen, My list right? go. My your list goes on. <laughs> Old-ass Keenan yeah. Allen. <laughs> he helped you out. Hey, guys, I cannot wait to see you play this season. Thanks so much for joining Dougie, us. Dougie, I, yeah, I got one. Oh, What's you got one? What do you, could, could this possibly fracture your guys' friendship if Cal and Clemson become conference rivals? Nah. What? Cal- yes, man. yes, that's exactly the answer well, that you needed. Man, ACC. Ooh, beat the brakes off them boys. I don't even care. I went there because my brother went there. Yes, I didn't right. want to go there. Your brother, oh, your you can't be saying that, bro. It's true. It's like, <laughs> I left in three years, bro. I didn't even go to class. <laughs> Shout out to Cal, man. Shout out to Bears, <laughs> man. Hey, go Bears, man. Number I'm one, Bears out there. Number one public school in the country. Come on. Number and one. Yeah, yeah. going to look good on the resume, baby. What happened to Clemson? Back, what what back happened this to year? Him? Back this year? Nah. Yeah. They done. I mean, where we went. Huh? We just lost, what, two games? You only lost two? That's a lot. Well, we lost two games last year? I think three. Three? We, we won two. Three. And that's a bad season. We won right. two. <laughs> they won two. We lost two. I understand, <laughs> but that's, that's the that's – If the, we don't win a natty, it's a bad season. Correct. Yeah. Or at least compete for it, yeah. especially in the ACC, which is still kind of booty. You know, like – True. With, with Florida State not being back, Virginia Tech not being back, yep. Miami not being back. You don't compete for it. No, they could yeah. be back at the top soon. I, I would I would tend to agree, and I would hope Cal doesn't get, have to go into Death Valley. All right, fellas, get out of here. I appreciate it. We're going to see about them in Death Valley, man. <laughs> Time to call Dabo myself. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. Every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.